You're listening to a podcast from RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Hey, welcome to another episode of Mr. Nelson. Yes, we'll consider this episode number seven. Because last week, in place of the Mr. Nelson Show, was instead the Halloween special. Yes, with the Bob Levy crew. It was called Scream of the Devil. And it was my attempt to do a sort of War of the Worlds type broadcast that Orson Welles did so many years ago on that Halloween. My idea was to uh, try to get as many of the uh, people who involved with the Bob Levy show as possible to uh, participate in it. And uh, I got quite a few, not everybody, but, um, you know, of course, Bob and Joe and John, well, sort of John, <laughs> but he, he, did a, he did a little bit in there. And, of course, Stacey Pressman, who had had to do double duty because she played two characters, and she did very well, and I'm very grateful to Stacey uh, because there were some technical problems, and she had to come in and do it again. And, uh, and she was uh, very sweet and nice about that, and she did a uh, very good job. Um, and then Rob Saul uh, did a part, and he did really good. He, uh, he just he did his lines very quickly and sent them in, and uh, he got the whole part. He didn't need any coaching or anything. And uh, it worked great, and uh, I had to put all the sound effects to it and everything, and it sounded just fine. So, that's done, and am I glad, because I've been screwing around with that damn thing for about two months. <laughs> um, along the way, uh, it takes a while to get some of that stuff done, so uh, there were some amount of bloopers, and of course, I saved them. So, hey... Why don't we take a listen to some of that stuff? A sort of behind the scenes of Scream of the Devil. Yes, yes. And we'll start with the good Reverend, Bob Levy. Yeah, it's rolling. Okay. No, George, that's how you introduce us? We're trying to have a damn Halloween special show. No. No, George, that's how you introduce. Fuck me. <laughs> Take all these clips, too. Of me fucking up. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I hope that Brewster bastard is burning in hell with his child ass stuck on a pitchfork. <laughs> his child killing ass. Uh, well, I hope that Brewster bastard is burning in hell. Well, I hope that Brewster bastard is burning in hell with his child-killing ass stuck on a pitchfork. We'll be right back after this with... We'll be right back after this with Madame Mysterio. Yeah, yeah. We'll be right back after this with Madame Mysterio, our guest medium, who will raise the dead and Joe's junk. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back, and I'm Bob Gruel with Joe Cumsy and Donna Prima. With us tonight for our Halloween show is medium Madame Mystery. Mystery. What is it? It's Mysteria, but that'll work. We'll leave it in there. Uh. So what am I thinking? Whoa, wait a minute, Joe. Uh, we can't hear you. Uh, we can't hear you. Okay. 
Yeah. Oh, whoa. Wait a minute, Joe. We can't hear your sick thoughts over the air. What the hell's the matter with you? Man, John's not here, so I'll just do it. Man. Uh, uh, hello? John, you lazy bastard. Miss Mystery uh, wants to talk to you, or whatever the fuck her name is. <laughs> um. Wow, that's fucking unbelievable. Damn it, Joe. You're just a lowland gorilla. Always a bit obsessive. A bit? Uh, Obsessing. Okay. Damn it, Joe. You're just a lowland gorilla. Always obsessing over your own feces. <laughs> Joe, I swear to... Joe, I swear to God, you're... Joe, I swear to God, if you farted. There we go, Bob. (laughs) There we go, indeed. Listen, Bob, you told me to save those clips, so... (laughs) There they are. Next up, we'll take a look at everyone's favorite lowland gorilla, comedian Joe Conti. Going on. Say a few things. A few things. Hello? Yeah, okay, it's recording. Test one, two. Yes. Hello, hello, hello. All right. All right, now, everything you say will be recorded. <laughs> don't, make um, it, don't make any right. murder confessions <laughs> at any cost. Uh, hello? John. <laughs> yeah, his name was supposed to be Kennel, but Bob never could pronounce it right, so he's Oh, just... he's calling him Kenzel. He's <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> It's right there in black and white, but <laughs> such an ass. <laughs> and there's plenty of bloopers in there. I'm going to use all that later after the show's been put. Out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. Uh, down below, this is. Wow, that's unbelievable. Oh man, she nailed. Oh wait, am I saying cancel? Yeah, just say cancel. Okay. Oh man, she nailed you, cancel. Yeah, they're aromatic candles. I love those. That's just in case Joe cuts one. Oh, so I'm allowed? Damn it, Joe! <laughs> <laughs> and this Joe is a little gorilla as well, apparently. So. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Shocking. Okay, then she tells him to hold hands for the seance and then bother Don't be shy, Joe. It's not like we're getting married. Yeah, you can never tell these days. <laughs> And silence, blah, 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 whoa, yeah. Okay. Uh, whoa. Let me see. Yeah. Uh, it got icy cold in here. Yeah, what the hell. Whoa, it just got icy cold in here. Yeah, it is. Ah, what the hell? Joe, I swear to God, if you farted. No, the trash can just slid across the floor and fell over. Okay, at this point, you're really scared and shit in your pants, so you're going <laughs> to... Hey, open the door! You're trying to get somebody from outside to get you out. Okay. Hey, open the door! Open it now! All right. I think that's the end of Joe Cumsy. So now, did um, did Kenzel finish all of his stuff? No, he didn't. He did a couple of the lines, and then he missed the part where he's... Yeah, the best line in there is like he's asking, "Can the ghost see me when I'm having adult relations with myself?" <laughs> <laughs> and he, he he didn't read that part. So then I, if something went wrong. The, the, the software wasn't recording when I had him on Skype, and it, so I had to. So then I said, "Oh man, I didn't get it." 
And then, I, and then they say, why don't we just record it here at Bob's house? Said, yeah, go ahead and do that. Just read the lines. He already knows what to do. And so, okay. So he did, but he missed a couple of those lines. And then I said, oh, man, we got to do it again. And then Bob told me that he just, well, <laughs> Doug does my voice better than me. So <laughs> why don't just, just just have him do it? You know? What an asshole. <laughs> I know. It's just fucking like moron. You just never know with that guy. <laughs> He's such a weirdo, man. <laughs> he really is. Yeah. But he's he's a weirdo, but he's normal. Yeah, it's a it's, I, he's a normal type of weirdo. Yeah, like his you know he you don't goes see to it work every day. Yeah, and, you know he's just a you know he, he does his thing and then he does some stand up and but he's so fucking weird. There's always quirks and stuff, but his are just. Well, you don't see it coming because he's just this normal looking guy, you know? Yeah. Until you get to know him and then you kind of see the, the kind of lost, almost stupid look in his face. Even though yeah, he's not like stupid. He knows stuff. But I mean, yeah, it's, it's just I don't know how he he's just canceled. There's no other. No, you know? it's like he's a retarded Nick Nolte. <laughs> <laughs> and that's saying something. <laughs> <laughs> Never change, Gensel. Never change. Well, that leads us to Pretty Princess Stacy Pressman. For those of you who have been following the Bob Levy Show since its inception, might recall that it was once called Ears Wide Open. And back then, Stacy Pressman was Bob's co-host. So, of course, I wanted her involved in this special Halloween project. And she did. But, well, there were some slip-ups. There's no way to plug it in, I think. Yeah. I think that's the problem. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, these things happen. Okay, so what do I do? All right, do you have the script with you? No, I don't have a script. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, crap. No, that, should work. that should work. Let me just get my plug my phone. Hold on. Oh, everything's a pain in the butt today. <laughs> Alright, at least, at least we got on Skype, right, Doug? <laughs> yeah, we managed to do that. <laughs> Let's try this again. I think I might figure this out. Hold on. Something's wrong with this phone. What's the. It's my phone. This one's a disaster. Oh, it's loading. There it goes. I got it. It's in. It's, yep, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Yay! Cool. That sucked, George. Wait, okay. Okay, let's do that again. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Get back to your newsroom, overpaid hack. Joe, be oh. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So, Joe, am I, who am I playing? What am I playing? You're playing Donna, and Joe's being rude to my character. And so you're like, you know, Joe, be nice and all that. Joe's like, Joe, come on. Like that kind of thing. Yeah, Joe, yeah, yeah, exactly. Joe, be nice. All right, let me do that. Okay. I didn't know what my, I didn't know what was going on. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, take two. Yes. Oh, you mean, where was that? Oh. Right oh, after, yeah. Oh, okay. Cops' voices from Look. the walls drove him to do it before he hung himself to death in the cell. All right. Oh, uh, go back. He, he told cops' voices. I'm yeah. trying to look at his line again. Okay. <laughs> I just, I'm cold reading this. Hold on. Yeah, it's okay. Blah, 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 commercials. And then, and now, back to the Bob Gruel Halloween special. And we're back. 
I'm Bob Gruel with Joe Cumsy and Donna Prima, and with us tonight for our Halloween show is Medium Madam Mysteria. So, uh, welcome to the show, Miss Mysteria. <laughs> my God, she's a cat. That's my cat. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Snuggles. We have to put him in there. It's funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Communicate with the spiritual energies of the departed. <laughs> Can you do it again? Because Snuggles got. <laughs> he likes his part. He wants to be in it. <laughs> well, I think it's funny when Matt's like. All right. So <laughs> you can't talk. communicate with the departed you see that's my cat he likes to be a part of this sorry yeah maybe we could add that in there <laughs> i'm in the studio with them so it's not yeah, like yeah, yeah. meow <laughs> snuggles come on mommy's acting and you're ruining her chances come on snuggles this is her big chance often make the presence known through the sound and moving objects. So- Yes, he'll wait. He always waits right there at that last sentence. Okay. <laughs> A seance or do Bob line? Okay. Yeah, whatever. Uh, what is that? Well, a seance is a practice where a group is led by a medium, attempts to combine their spiritual energies in order to communicate with the departed. The spirits often make their presence known through sounds and moving objects. <laughs> Full contact is achieved in the medium while in trance. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you better just read full contact. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. A seance is a practice where a group led by a medium attempts to combine their That's it. He's, I'm locking him in the room. That's it. You cannot control. Where's the room? Oh, poor Johan. He knows exactly what he's doing. <laughs> of he course. Knows, he knows. <laughs> he kept Evan up a three day straight. You know that? Wow. Yeah. Poor Evan. Evan watched him and he 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 Evan did not sleep for three days. He woke him up every hour on the hour. <laughs> now he's locked in no no room. Oh boy. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no one believes how crazy Snuggles is. They don't believe it until they witness it. 
He knows what he's doing. The minute I start getting the acting, he starts to notice that he didn't like the. I think he's afraid of the mysterious voice. Yeah, he doesn't like that. That's bothering him. I think it's okay. So now he's locked up, so he won't be able to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're <laughs> spooking snuggles. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so be Bob, and I'm just. Going. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. What is that? A seance is the practice where a group is led by a medium attempt to combine their spirit. spirit a seance, <clears throat> a seance is a practice where a group led by a medium attempts to combine their spiritual energies in order to communicate with the departed. The spirit often make their presence known through sounds and moving up. <laughs> like a phone. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Snuggles on the phone? <laughs> How crazy is that? Though? I mean, honestly, is that fucking crazy? Yeah. Oh my god! I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to get spooked here. I know. I think. That, all right. All right. All right. There's a say. Yeah. I just put on phone to private. Okay. All right. Full contact is achieved with the medium while in chance. In wait. Fuck. A seance. A fucking seance. <laughs> We're a group of fucking cunts. <laughs> it's just some bullshit, Bob. It doesn't mean anything. Okay. What happened? It's your line. Okay, uh, who are you? Did you did you kill your wife and kids here? No, wait a minute. Well, when it says Chad Brewster, well, I guess I can do that because it uh, her voice changes and it becomes more demonic. Mine. So no, 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 no uh, the the, my, the mysterious voice and she becomes Chad Brewster at this point. I, it was, I was Chad. Brewster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go there. Okay. Uh, oh man. I can't wait to hear this end of this thing. <laughs> well, how about that? <laughs> that was quite the uh, Herculean effort, huh? <laughs> ah, tough break for Snuggles, though. Well, he eventually got out of the no-no room. Anyways, uh, special thanks to Stacy Pressman and, of course, to Bob and Joe and John and uh, Rob Saul. Uh, I'll have to do it again sometime, <laughs> but it'll be a while. <laughs> we'll be right back with more Mr. Nelson Show after these important messages. In space, no one can hear. I stand corrected. Hey gang, it's Mr. Nelson again. Hey, you like sci-fi movies and outer space adventures? Well, now you can watch one with me. Our film is called Cosmos, War of the Planets. It was Italy's answer to Star Wars, but for some reason it just didn't catch on. Maybe it was the cheap special effects, or the below soap opera level acting, 
Or maybe it was just the fact that the studio forgot to turn the damn lights on. Anyway, our sci-fi romp stars, John Richardson, who once had a shot at being James Bond, but he lost out to George Lazenby. Richardson just couldn't get a break. I mean, it's one thing if you lose out to Sean Connery, or maybe even Roger Moore. But George Lazenby? <laughs> oh, well. Warning. Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Cellfy.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. There you'll find all the films that I've graced with my smart-ass commentary. So again, head over to Cellfy.com slash Nelson. Florida, here I come. Go to RevBobLeavy.com and check it out where I'm going to be. November 13th in Jupiter, Florida. November 14th, Fort Pierce. November 17th, Pompano Beach. November 18th, Coral Springs. November 19th to the 21st, Comedy Club of Jacksonville. Go to JacksonvilleComedyClub.com. See you in Florida. It's time to take that guy in the White House to the pool. And the sad thing is, sitting on the pot is my only refuge from this miserable life. I have to live with my son, who could have been a great plumber, and instead he wastes his time being a prop comic. A goddamn prop comic. What are you going to do? All right, here we go. Uh-huh. What? Hey! What? what the hell? What is this? Some kind of joke? <laughs> what? Yes, that's right, Mr. Kinsel. It is a joke. What? You see, when you utilize the services of Kinsel Heating and Plumbing, a joke, a gag, a goof is an extra bonus just for you. What? Yes, John Kinsel, that magic plumber always has a special little surprise in store for what? you. Whether it's a stink bomb in your mailbox, an M80 in the toilet, or, of course, electroshock in the shower. <laughs> That's how you'll know that John Kinsel has special fondness for you. Who the hell are you? So if you want a life with some surprises, contact the services of Kinsel Heating and Plumbing. That's Kinsel with a K, not pencil. No, Kinsel Heating and Plumbing in Philadelphia. The city of brotherly love. Who the hell's talking? I'm standing here with my drawers around my ankles in a bathroom that's just been painted with my own shit. (laughs) What? The Bob Levy Show supports Warrior Point. Warrior Point, Inc. was created to be the number one rallying point for any and all veterans who have honorably served this great nation. It does not matter whether you served your time during peacetime, wartime, or if you're still serving. At Warrior Point, you can join the brotherhood of your fellow veterans and buttress one another and to help raise awareness of the issues you face as defenders of our nation. You can follow Warrior Point on Twitter at Warrior Point, like them on Facebook, and go to their site warriorpoint.org and all of these links can be found at revboblevy.com. A lot of good-looking girls in this audience now. I got a fucking log in my underwear. That's right, I have a wooden cock. I was circumcised with a pencil sharpener. Our pal, the late, great Otto Peterson, is no longer with us. 
but his legacy of laughs lives on at autoandgeorge.com. There you can order Otto and George's new DVD slash CD in concert, and you can get his new t-shirt, or anything Otto and George can be found at autoandgeorge.com. And now it's time for Mr. Nelson Reads the News, courtesy of New York Daily News. British teen says he's scarred for life after unprotected sex with teaching aid, who later claimed she was pregnant. Caroline Barrowman's teenage victim spoke out Tuesday to detail his twittered relationship with the 30-year-old Abraham Moss Community School assistant. Behrman dodged jail time when she pleaded guilty to sexual activity with a child. Instead, she was sentenced to community service in order to pay fines. Let's take a look at her. Holy shit! She could do me some community service. <laughs> oh, well, anyway. The unidentified teen, who no longer attends the community school, said he began his relationship with Berryman over Facebook. The teacher's aide groomed him online for months without having sexual contact with him. Five months into the social media relationship, the two started to have sex. At least some of the sex was unprotected. It must have happened over 50 times in the space of those few months. So he claims. <laughs> At one point, Behrman introduced the student to her two-year-old daughter and told him that she was pregnant again. Stuff like that scarred me for life. Your two-year-old... Uh, okay, now she's... This is getting into the sickness. Plus, I don't know the age of this kid. I mean, if it's like Laterno where she started the kid at 11, you know, that's... uh, eh, But if he's like 16 or 17, I... Yeah, I mean, scarred for life... I don't think so. But yeah, the two-year-old daughter introduction, that's... Ah, that's weird. The teen's mom eventually caught on to his relationship with his teaching aide. The school suspended Berryman from her job in the wake of the allegations. She is no longer employed at the school. Last week, Berryman pleaded guilty to two counts of sexual activity with a child and an additional charge of sexual activity with a child by a person in a position of trust. A judge sentenced her to 250 hours of community service and ordered her to pay a $150 victim surcharge. The former aide is also prohibited from contacting her victim. Well, as I've reported earlier in other stories from Britain, they take these seriously serious charge very serious. Also in England, UK gym teacher had sexual relations with two female students, was caught in bed with both at the same time. Wow. Sandrine Brown, once a teacher at Finham. <laughs> at Finham Park School in Coventry, pleaded guilty Monday to inciting a child to engage in sexual activity and to five charges of sexual activity with a child. Brown incited one of the girls to engage in sexual activity while she was teaching the girl, who was 13 or 14 at the time. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty bad. 
<laughs> the touchy teacher then did the same thing with another student who was 16 or 17. The twisted three-way romance climaxed with Brown and both students being found in what might as well have been a threesome. Prosecutor Graham Simpson said in court, There is evidence that there was an occasion when all three were in bed together, but no evidence of any sexual activity on that occasion. Oh, said the audience. Brown worked at Finham Park School for three years before her illegal love affairs. She denied only two charges relating to her time with the teens, which were not specified in court. She has yet to be sentenced, but a judge said the one-time teacher will have to register as a sex offender. It involves a gross breach of trust, Judge Andrew Lockhart said about Brown's extracurricular activities. These are often matters of complex relationships which develop over a period of time and become confused. But it is a very serious matter, as she has no doubt been told. Mmm, yes, seriously serious. Well, let's take a look at it. Whoa. Eee. Yeah, plus that, that one girl that was 13 or 14. Yeah, that... Alright, they need to throw the book at her. Meanwhile, back in the States, <laughs> Ohio High School band teacher resigns after secret porn career revealed. A high school teacher in Ohio resigned Monday after her second life as an internet porn star was exposed. By day, Kristen Sundman worked as an assistant band teacher at Theodore Roosevelt High School in Kent. But in her free time, the 31-year-old was better known online as Melody Triple X Tune, the name she used for videos not safe for any school. Her Twitter account under that name, which is now gone, indicated she appeared in X-rated clips on itscleolive.com, a porn site run by a Tampa-based webcam girl who calls herself Cleo. Yeah, I figured it's in the title. Photos from the racy clips show the teacher naked in a shower, masturbating, and appearing to perform oral sex. Some of her videos were posted on Pornhub, which took them down Monday at the request of the copyright owner. Oh. After her extracurriculars were revealed, Roosevelt High School put her on paid administrative leave last week, and Sunman stepped down days later. Her bosses insisted Sunman's side job was out of character, with Kent City School Superintendent George Joseph calling her a great employee. <laughs> oh, but he said school officials do not believe Sunman was ever sexually involved with the student and are unsure if her porn career coincided with her time in the classroom. She worked for the district for eight years and was earning a 50k salary by the time she left. Sunman's phone was disconnected on Thursday morning. Hmm. No word as to why. <laughs> oh, that's sad. She probably enjoyed her job, too. But, uh, <laughs> can you imagine being in high school and your teacher did porn and you can go watch that? <laughs> How are you going to learn anything? How are you going to study when you're constantly cranking it to that? Of course, you're probably cranking it to her anyway. Oh, well, but with the added imagery, it probably makes it... Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, porn stars, but I guess you just can't get teaching jobs. And that's the news!
the fucked up news. <laughs> Join us again next time for more news from the Mr. Nelson Show. Now, stick around, because up next is another chapter of Night Night after these important messages. Remember actor Peter Graves? He was from the original Mission Impossible TV series, and he starred as the pedophile airline pilot from the movie Airplane. He also starred in another film as a nuclear physicist tormented by alien killers from space. The title is somewhat misleading, as they only kill one man, and his death is kind of an accident. And they spend the rest of the movie showing Peter films of bugs. Because of all this, I've decided to crap all over this film with my commentary. Yes, it's like watching crappy old movies with me. All you have to do is head over to my video store at selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash Nelson. There you'll find this and many other films that I've brutalized. So, show some love, drop some change, and watch some movies with me, Mr. Nelson. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. I was in the milk long before someone paid me to drive it around town. I guess I always liked it because it was wet and white, unless it had chocolate in it. But most of all, because it was milky. My buddy Joe, he, he sucks it right out of the cow. But I'm happy with it in a glass. So I've been a milkman now for close to 20 years. And as every good milkman knows, you're gonna need to have a shit kit. Just a simple plastic milk crate with a plastic bag stretched on the top. You squat down on that and answer nature's call. And if some vagrant finds it on a cold winter day and stakes it for some discarded food, well, that's just too bad, you know, man. It sucks to be you. But I gotta be me. And what am I? I'm a milkman. Mmm, milk is good food. And a proud sponsor of The Bob Levy Show. So, Tammy, what about you and me? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yes, from the producers of Really? And So That Just Happened comes the new hit sitcom, Seriously? I know how to cook. I've got a microwave. Seriously? <laughs> Get ready to slap some knees and grab your belly because the laughter will never let you go. No, seriously. Monday nights on NBC right after Can't Even and followed by So, are you going to finish that? you looking for happiness then comedian joe conti has got good news for you so uh i'm a single guy i'm not married um most people here are single we have a uh, single women here tonight yeah. thank you sir <laughs> <laughs> yes there's a lot of laughs but there's also a philosophical search these are uh, thoughts that i have in my head and i want to share them with you 
If a bulimic had Alzheimer's, would they still be fat because they keep forgetting to throw up? Is bowling not a sport, but just an activity for alcoholics too lazy to play softball? If America created a gay, patriotic airline, would they call it the Fruited Plains? And would they have a mild deep club? Was that too far? Was that the point? Right there. Boom! Too far for this audience. And of course, a little something for the lady. Uh, this is for every woman in here. Every woman. is every woman's real fantasy. Real sexual fantasy. To have a really good-looking gynecologist with Parkinson's disease. <laughs> yes, there's more where that came from. So do yourself a favor. Head over to iTunes or Amazon and order yourself some happiness from Joe Conti. Hi, it's Fitz Slomo with the Sham Away. Paper towels just fall apart when wet like toilet paper on diarrhea. But the Sham Away holds up to 10 times the amount of moisture. Say you got something spilled on the carpet, like soda, red wine, or some whore's blood because you had to slap her around because the bitch bit you because you tried to kiss her and she's all, no, 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 that's too intimate or some crap. So anyway, you got blood on the rug. Well, that's gonna stain, it's gonna smell. But with the sham away, it's like that legal nightmare never happened. So folks, when you want stinky, stainy, skanky problems to go away, you gotta make them sham away. Get it now for $19.95. Go over to shamaway.com. This is a special City City News Break. I'm Peter Hungmuel. Lindsay Lohan has been caught on tape wearing panties. Studies show that children are safer now than ever before because Michael Jackson is still dead. Unmasked supervillain the Pink Elephant, leader of the Pink Elephant gang, has reportedly escaped from Pokehard Prison. That's the news. And now, this. We find ourselves in the private pad of the Pink Elephant, which is somewhere in an undisclosed location. Close your own, sweetness. You seem all ill at ease and quiet like. It's the skin you got against Night Night. I, I don't think I can do it. Well, why the hell not? Look, he tried to rescue me and made mud last week from that idiot, the Fooler. And yeah, he was clumsy and got himself caught. Yeah, I had to kick Fooler's ass and save us all, but he still tried. I mean, it's the thought that counts, right? I mean, that's a saying or some shit, so it must be true. Yeah, we know what he done for me. He dropped my ass in some scalding chemical shit that melted this fucking elephant mass to my face. Well, well, yeah, but that's like all in the past. You know what else is in the past? You and me making the beast with two back. See? Got the event captured on glorious glossy earbuds here. You bastard! Yeah, I'd hate to see the look on Maiden Mud's face if she ever saw this. I mean, shit. She'd be all pissed if not somewhat confused. So tell you what. 
Let's just avoid all that nastiness and you help me unmask Night Night, huh? Come on, girl. All right, all right, goddammit! And soon our heroes are racing the streets of Cityopolis on their way to the office of Police Commissioner John Wetwin. Well, I wonder what Commissioner Wetwin wants now. Oh, I'm sure it's just another case of SOS. Huh? Same old shit. And in Wetwin's office... So, Commissioner, you've found a series of robberies where the victims are left in a state of severe hallucinatory psychosis. Sounds like the work of my old arch-enemy, the Pink Elephant. Yeah, he broke out. Again. And like all the other crazy costume freaks that are obsessed with fighting you, guess what he wants to do? He wants to fight you. So in a way, this is all your mess. So you know what? I expect you to clean it up. <sighs> These freaks are supervillains. And since I am a superhero... I am the expert in dealing with these extraordinary criminals. I mean, it's not my fault that you're just a dumb, boring cop. Dumb cop! Now you listen to me, you asshole. I've got two bullets in me, because I was out fighting real crooks, not freaks with a tights fetish. Two bullets, huh? I bet you think those bullets are badges of honor, when in fact, they're evidence of what a clumsy, sorry-ass cop you are. Commissioner Wetwin is sorry-assed, but not for getting shot in the line of duty, but for agreeing to tolerate and work with a freakish cycle retard like you. Ah, District Attorney Felicity Style. I suppose I have you to thank for poisoning the police against me. Yeah, me and millions in property damage due to wayward night grenades, night missiles, night gas, and night throwing stars. Enough. My war on crime is just that, a war. And in every war, collateral damage is a given. Get in my way, and a certain DVD of you and Wetman poking the whiskers goes to his wife and the press. You goddamn lord ass son of a bitch! Felicity, please. My marriage, our careers. Night-night, <laughs> you have a job to do, so, so go do it. You're right, Wetman, for once. Come on, Mibba, to the night cruiser. The night-night. Ain't like holding secret info over somebody, uh, a crime? Sadly, Bobo, blackmail is a necessary evil in my holy crusade, thanks to this city's lack of enlightened vision. Blackmail? Uh, I don't get it. What do black men have to do with it? <sighs> Shut up, Bobo, and leave the thinking to me. Later, our heroes arrive at the scene of one of the mysterious crimes. Uh... Oh, God. Oh, no. The hallucinations have returned. I, I'm going mad. <laughs> Relax, sir. I assure you, Bubo and I are all too real. Now tell us, what happened here? Oh, well, I was just minding the store when this pink smoke bomb came through the window. Then the world seemed to go nuts. The walls melted, and my face imploded, and went down my throat, and and came out of my ass. Ugh. Well, that's just horrible. So, did you see a suspect? Like, say, a man in an elephant mask? No, but I mean, well, I can't be sure. 
But a pink woman came in and made me open the safe. Wait. Did you say a pink woman? Did, did she have pig ears and a, and a curly tail? She sure did, Nighty Night. My God. It's her. Right here. Right now. In all her pink-assed glory. That voice. Good Lord, it's her. She's the pink bitch that robbed me. It's the princess of pink skin pinkness. <laughs> Catch me if you can, big boy. Aha. Tagged her sweet, sweet ass with my night tracer. Hmm. How fitting that those glorious glutes, long the objects of my deepest desires, should land her into my clutches. And soon the masked marvels are in hot pursuit of the pink-clad femme fatale. Gee, night-night. Why didn't you use the night gun or uh, the night grenade on her like you usually do? Because, Bubo, you don't vandalize a masterpiece of womanly womanness. Would I shoot a hole through the Mona Lisa or blow up the Sistine Chapel? No, I think not. Huh? What the hell do paintings have to do with the flying pig? <sighs> I forgot that I'm talking to an idiot. Clearly, you will never understand the beauty. And mystery of women. Women? Oh, wait a minute. Are you still thinking you can get some? Boy, and you call me an idiot. <laughs> Damn it. Must I suffer the moronic mockery of Mbubo? Just because it's all true? I mean, yeah. Just shut up, Bubo. Huh? I didn't say nothing. Later in the back lot of some run-down, creepy old abandoned building. Careful, Bobo. The flying pig is as dangerous as she is delicious. As sinister as she is sexy. As evil as she is erotic. Uh, you lost me after flying pig. Just shut up and follow my lead, bottle. Suddenly, and with unpig-like agility, the flying pig attacks night-night. Gotcha! <laughs> then, with even more unpig like savage suddenness, Flying Pig kicks Squire Bubo in the ass, knocking him out of the fight. <laughs> Once again, my pink princess, our paths have crossed one another. Don't you see? This is destiny. It's not destiny, density. It's in the density of your skull. I am as sure about our feet. As I am of the dawning day. Really? Well, too bad you're not as sure of your footing. What? Oh, 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 the things I suffer for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, pig. Sorry that it has come to this. What? Oh, no. Oh, yes. I regret having to resort to the last resort. No villain can resist my nighty-night gas. It is my profound hope that the authorities can reform you into a decent woman of housewife material. But, but I thought you left me. How can you betray me like this? Oh my god! What, what have I done? Am I in truth a traitorous traitor to the one true goddess of my heart? I am become asshole, destroyer of dreams. How, how do I redeem myself in her eyes? Redemption. Hmm. For a short chick, she sure delivers a mean ass kicking. 
That's not saying much when considering your ass. Now go get the night cruiser. Uh, okay. We're going back to the commissioner's office? No, Bubo. We'll be returning home to the mansion. Huh? Damn it, Bubo. I do the thinking. Now go get that damn car. Later at Stately Richmond Manor, home of Lyle Richmond, who is, in reality, night-night. Oh, hell no, you can't be serious. I'm seriously serious, admittedly. I intend to reform her of her evil ways. Must crime-fighting be all punching, gunfire, and explosions? I say no. I shall train her in the ways of goodness, and then one day she may even join me in my superhero cause. Until then, you are to consider her lady of the house. Oh, man. I knew you was stupid. I mean, just look at you. But worst of all is your taste in women. First it was that no-good backstabbing hoe of a wife. Then after finally you got over her, what do you do? You snatch yourself a thieving bitch with a mile-long criminal record. But I know there's no arguing with that thick-ass skull of yours, so here, this is for you. What's this? Well, it's something you're gonna need. A box of rubbers. Some of them's even ribbed for her tickling. Good Lord! How dare you make such an assumptive affront to her womanhood? Well, I tried. Don't come crying to me when you was pissing razor blades. Gee, Night-Night, we got tons of guest rooms. How come you put her in your bedroom? Uh, uh, never mind, Bobo. I've got a very important job for you to do. And soon, Night-Night leads Bubo to the main living room, where he keeps his owl, Wiley, in a birdcage. Now make sure you get every drop of Wiley Owl's poop, Bubo. If you screw this up, get Smedley to help you, for I will be busy in my noble efforts to reform the flying pig. Huh. What does champagne have to do with reform? Shut up. Get your bird brain out of the gutter and get busy cleaning up that filthy bird shit. Smarter like bastard. None of his business anyway. About damn time. I almost started to start without you. But you know, I'm still sorry for my little rumble and oh, I just ache all over. So what do you say, 99? Why don't you come over here and give this sore body a good rub down? Can Night Night escape the flying pig's erotic entrapment? One hint. The worst is yet to come. This has been a Nailsin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? So, will Night Night escape this entrapment? Does he want to? <laughs> uh, we'll have to find out next week. For now, it's time for perhaps, but maybe not. Teacher claims to know the identity of Jack the Ripper. England's most notorious serial killer may have been renowned poet Francis Thompson, 
according to one teacher, who claims to have cracked the century-old murder mystery. Thompson penned poetry by day and butchered prostitutes by night under the guise of the legendary murderer Jack the Ripper, according to Australian teacher Richard Patterson. The 45-year-old educator says research from an exhaustive 20-year study shows the artist is the legendary culprit behind the grisly 1888 slayings of five London prostitutes during a 10-week killing spree. Thompson, from Preston, Lancashire, had surgical experience and hinted at his double life in some of his poems in which he talked about killing people. He kept a dissecting knife under his coat, and he was taught a rare surgical procedure that was found in the mutilations of more than one of the Ripper victims, said Patterson. He helped with surgery, and is known to have cut heaps and heaps of cadavers while a student, Patterson added. Thompson was also addicted to opium, and had close links to at least one East London prostitute. Patterson believes the Hound of Heaven writer snapped after a relationship with a local prostitute went sour. Soon before and soon after the murders, he wrote about killing female prostitutes with knives. Thompson details the bloody murder of a woman stabbed at a pagan temple by a young poet in his short story, Fini Coronat Opus. I swear, I struck not the first blow. Some violence seized my hand and drove the poniard down, whereat she cried, and I, frenzied, dreading detection, dreading above all her awakening, I struck again, and again she cried, and yet again, and yet again she cried. That's some great poetry, huh? Yes, this was an excerpt from an 1889 piece. The man in the poem hears the sound of dripping blood as the dying woman's eyes glare at him in her last moments of life. Motionless with horror, they were fixed on mine. Motionless with horror, mine were fixed on them as she wakened into death, said the poem. Many along the years have been suspected of being the real ripper including a 23-year-old Polish immigrant named Aaron Kaminsky, artist Walter Sickert, and even Lizzie Williams, the wife of royal physician Sir John Williams. So, was this poet the real Jack the Ripper? Perhaps, but maybe not. But yes, there have been several suspects over the years. And there's a lot of documentaries. You can find them on YouTube. And I've watched plenty of them. And uh, some of them are pretty good, and I end up thinking, yep, sounds like the guy. And then there's another one, and I pretty much give up on the previous one I've seen. <laughs> but the most recently one I've seen, which I think was done about a year ago, with uh, the Smithsonian Channel. It's on YouTube as well, at Smithsonian Channel on YouTube. Uh, this guy had a pretty good suspect, because this suspect can be placed at one of the murders. He was supposedly a witness, and he used an alias. And he was a little cagey about details and whatnot, so, uh... Anyway, he gave the name Charles Cross, but his real name was Charles Lechmere. And with a name like Lechmere... Well, that sounds like a serial killer, huh? Sad story here is he, uh... He got away with it. He lived a good life and, uh, died around 1920. And, uh... How about that, huh? So... But it's over a hundred years later, so who knows, you know? <laughs> so, was Charles Lechmere the Ripper? Perhaps.
but maybe not. I should have saved this story for the Conti and Kenny show. I think Kenny Michaels would have really appealed to this one. Because apparently this guy was quite the problem solver. Well, that about wraps it up for this edition of the Mr. Nelson Show. Time to turn out the lights here at RadioMisfits.com. I'll see you next time. Yes, you know you will be back. You can't resist. Good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and blocked. spell she put on me. Those ghosts she sicked on me. I'm locked in my bathroom and they're outside trying to get me. What are they going to do? Call Ghostbusters? Oh god. They're in. That's it.